Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio the dial. Pen and Maggie Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last Go. <laughs> All right, Peter. If you spell your next word correctly, you win the competition. Your word is lesbians. Can you use it in a sentence? The two lesbians are going shopping. Can you use it in a dirty sentence? The two lesbians are going shopping for double-sided marital aids. To him. Wait! Can you use it in a libelous sentence? Gillian Anderson and Helen Hunt are lesbians. L-E-S-B-I-A-N-S. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show! Is, is that true? About Helen Hunt? That's libelous. Because I loved her in that movie about Twisters. Oh, yeah. She was Twister? Remember? Was that what it's called? Twister. Wasn't she, she also in uh, in Castaway with... Uh, she was. She was the wife. That yeah. was, there was an, that scene near the end there kind of got to me a little bit. Well, she was in uh, as, good as, as Good as It Gets, too. Right? Yeah. yeah. See, Twister, I thought, when I first went to that movie, I thought it was about, you know, the game Twister, where you get on the ground oh, and, yeah. you, you know, you lock arms and you go underneath the... Yeah. Grundle of someone and like a, the scene at the end of Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> During the credits, guy, he's still he's still doing he's still doing Brady Bunch stuff. It's amazing. Last time that show was on the air was like 1980. How old were you? Negative five. What wow. year were you born? 1985. 1985. Yeah, I can't imagine it. I live it. Things I was doing in 1985. I know. I'm thinking about what no, was you're, I doing in 1985. <laughs> wow. Doing everything, I know. You own five businesses. It was doing everything. Three of them legal. Yeah, one and a Dairy Queen. That was legal. That's one of the legal ones. We had a, a, pa- a package store. We had an insulation company. What? You had an? <laughs> yep. We had a lot of cash businesses going. That's all I can say. Bill, like does Evans. it amaze you? <laughs> Not the movie. We had the movie theater too. That till '87. Does it amaze you whenever we hear a new Mikey story? You know. I didn't know about the insulation. <laughs> yeah. no. Well, you know what it was? It was it was that stuff that you, they blow into the walls of you. It's foam. It was urea formaldehyde foam. Oh, the stuff that was causing cancer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like the Pink Panther? We didn't know that at the time, you know, that it caused cancer. So we obviously went out of business shortly thereafter. But in the meanwhile, several people got really tight, cozy houses right. out of it. <laughs> and cancer. No, I don't know. It's a long time ago. They didn't even discover that it caused cancer until much later into the process. That's right. It's, yeah. it's kind of a good thing at the time. Yeah. Who plus? I, personally, I didn't want to be an uh, insulation guy. You know, you're an outdoors kind of. Fellow. Did you have a nickname uh, when you worked at that company? Yeah, Puffy. Puffy. Yeah, Puffy. <laughs> Puffy. Uh, this is the Planet Mikey podcast. As we are now entering year four. Year four. Wow. This is our fourth beginning of our fourth year. Uh, podcasting, uh, and I've decided that I'm going to start each new episode yep. with a joke. Oh, yeah, because I don't know if you know this, but All right. I have jokes. You want to hear one? Let's hear the joke with the beginning of the okay, program. Okay, so this a whole is, new tradition is being set right These now. are going to be sometimes they're going to be blue. You know, I can't control all that, but I'm going to do the best I can to keep them clean for everybody. All right, you know go, go ahead. So, this man and a woman, they're in for marriage counseling. And the psychologist says to them, you know, they're having issues. He says, all right, instead of emphasizing um, your problems, your differences, why don't we concentrate on things you might have in common? Okay? So they think for a few seconds, and the husband says, well, we both had given blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Along with Bill Smith and Ben Kitchen, Bill Smith. Oh wait a minute, Bill. Along with Bill Smith. My name is Bill Smith, and here's where I live. Can we get Trump to say, "And my name is Ben Kitchen"? For us, so we have at least a, a matching. Set. Can we put one? Of, we can put one of those together. It's like having right? a salt shaker and no pepper shaker on your table. Wow. With the way it is now. What do you think? <laughs> sure. Will you get Trump to do that for oh, us? Oh yeah, I'll you, call him. You got him to do that one for you. I know. It was... I'm your host, former Red Sox pitcher, Dick Pole. Dick. Hmm. Mr. Pole. Glad to be here. We're going to have a hell of a podcast on this. You know, later on, we should just do a quick phone call to Bill Lee. It's his 75th birthday wow. today. Billy, happy Three birthday. Three quarters of a century old William Francis Lee uh, from Burbank, California. Uh, former USC Trojan. National champion Trojan. I think he was the MVP of the College World Series. Yet never wore a Trojan. Billy, I don't. You know, we should get his Wikipedia page up there. Sure. I don't want to get any of this wrong. We could correct some of that stuff eventually with him. I've had to go and correct people's. Have you? People I know, yeah. Like when, when I worked with Michael Holly, <laughs> for some reason his Wikipedia page had him like five years older than he was, and I kept having to go in and change it because someone kept changing it back. Why? I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm sitting with the actual man. <laughs> Right. Why are you guys changing it back? Right. Yeah, yeah. And what's your source? Uh, well, it's it's him. His license? Uh, I just want to make sure that we got this right because uh, he's the third highest win total for a southpaw on the Red Sox in the Red Sox history. You want me to call him? No, no, no. Let's wait. You yeah. know, let's wait okay. because, you know, I got all this important. See this? Look. See this list? Wow, look at that. See, when I get organized and I have my show plans out here, I, I don't want any de- deviate even a little bit. You know, in radio, that, that's called show prep. Look at that. That's did, unbelievable. Yeah, this is what Mike Mutnansky insisted I didn't do for each radio show when I was on it. He oh, wrote really? a letter to that effect to the, to the program director, Kevin Graham, saying I wasn't prepared for my show. Hmm, what a touch hole. <laughs> Some people don't have to write stuff down, you know. What a touch hole yeah. he is. Anyway, uh, okay, did I tell you, first of all, how I settled my, 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 my worms in the pistachios story? You know, for people that are just finding out about that. Maybe they didn't hear. Do okay. a brief synopsis. So I buy, I buy a bag of pistachios, or, you know, they were bought for me or whatever. A big, giant bag, two-pound bag. And I'm eating them one night, and I, they were squishy. So I, I, I just poured them out on, on the desk, and there were some little green worms crawling around. Mealworms, yeah. Freaked me out because I've been eating pistachios my whole life. God knows how many worms I've eaten. So I got upset. I called the number on the side of the bag, the 800 number, and I gave him a hard time. I said, you know, this is gross. I'm going to have nightmares, and I'm not going to eat pistachios for the rest of my life. You've ruined it for me. You ruined it for me, Thanks too. a lot for and nothing. you ruined it for me, too. Yeah. Wonderful pistachio company. It says right on the bag, wonderful. Yeah. What if she's worm, wormerful, it should say. <laughs> wormful. <laughs> like you said, a wonderful worm, worm, wormful. <laughs> so... So anyway, and the girl was nice and fun. She said, yeah, well, they won't harm. They won't hurt you. Hurt me? They're, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Oh. You little shit. Oh, I didn't say that to her. So she said, "Well, get your address and get a get a refund." I said, "If I give you my address, don't show up late at night <laughs> at my house, knocking and rapping on the door." 
Just send a check. I got a check in the mail the other day. Twenty bucks. Wait a minute. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. You sure it's not two hundred? No, it's twenty. Twenty dollars. <laughs> Somebody yeah. sat in the back room, looked at your complaint, and went, uh, "Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, send them twenty bucks. Yeah. That'll calm them down." And it says, "If, if, if you if miffed that this is only twenty dollars instead of two hundred, these worms don't grow on trees, you know." <laughs> so I got the twenty bucks. I just cashed it today. Hope it doesn't bounce. But the idea is that they sent this little letter saying, "You know, we hope you'll you know continue to buy our product." What? A form letter? It was a letter from the the lady I talked to on the phone, and, and I mean, you know, with that, a twenty dollars check. In. Was it her? Or was it one of those form letters that she just happened to sign? I'm telling everybody because I don't want people to have to go through this. Buy a bag of pistachios, open it up, all of a sudden there's a worm on your finger when you come on. And and now what's ben, worse? Ben is the witness as to how many there were in that bag. You it know, was, you had to have eaten some. Of course, yeah. I, I ate at least ten of those nuts before I even realized that there's something <laughs> squishy going on in there. <laughs> oh man. You know, you're not supposed, with a pistachio. They're supposed to be hard. You chew them, crunch. Yeah. He's no. eating nuts and worms. Just like nuts and worms, Bill. Nuts and worms. Well, I mean, if I'd known, I would have just eaten the nuts and flossed with the worms because they were right there and handy. And they were making a silken kind you of just line, eat the worms they? and play with the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be the first time. <laughs> 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 Wonderful pistachios. So I'm telling everybody I know now, including on this podcast, which is most of the people I know, stay away. Or if you get them, you got to at least look at them before I, you put them in your mouth. I go to the bank today to cash the check. I go to the bank over in <laughs> over where I live, and I say to the lady behind the counter, he says, look at this check I got here, $20 from the wonderful nut company, wonderful pistachio. She goes, oh. I said, you know how I got that? I ate some of the worms that were in their bag of nuts. <laughs> so I'm even telling the lady at the bank, so she's, oh, God. She goes, I'm never going to buy those again. I said, good. Well, you know what? You, you had a true life experience, and it was traumatic. Hey, and I don't want to ruin. I don't want to put them on a business or anything. But people have a tendency to share that sort you of know, stuff. You know, this word gets thrown around too much. But I, Bill, I think you would agree with me. Mike's a hero. I agree. Yeah, sure. I'd rather be a hero than a, a hero. zero. You're and a champion out there. It's great. I'm not going to stop telling people about that. By the way, yeah. you shouldn't. I bought. I bought a billboard on, on the Mass Pike. Mike Adams, pistachio activist. <laughs> well, I'm I'm pistachio. <laughs> okay, that'll be your name. <clears throat> so now, God punishes me for how for being such a son of a bitch. Oh. Uh, um, I, he he has stock in uh, in the uh, pistachio industry. God did. Well, God makes them. Wow. Well, I have now what's called ocular migraines. Have you ever heard of that? Ocular migraines. Uh, you know, you migraine. like a, a migraine behind your eye? Yeah, except that it doesn't really hurt. It just ruins your vision for 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, like while you're driving? It makes them, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm a Lyft driver, man. <laughs> it's always an adventure, though, with me. What happens is you get these, like, it's like, uh, you ever, like, get a flash cube? Someone does a flash, in your, uh, a photo flash right in your face? Yeah. And you're kind of, like, blinded? Mm. And you get those or, little like fuzzy things yes. that are flo- the floaters. There's floaters, and there's uh, a a peri- it's a perimeter of your a vision that has looks like it has Christmas lights around it, and it's dazzlingly uh, kaleidoscoped, and oh, yeah. and it's it's not fun. Yeah, can't see shit basically, and it's usually my right eye, but sometimes it's my left eye, sometimes both. And as a migraine, it's also a headache. Well, it's supposed to be. Well, it's it's you cause for the same reason as some kind of blood flow thing that doesn't happen. So. 
But when it's an ocular migraine, it's not really a headache per se. It's your your eyes just get off schizoid for a while. Wow. So I get I get these now. Now how I, often? I had them about two years ago, a couple times, three times, and I told my doctor about it. Well, and then they went away. I never had them again, and very rarely, maybe have one every six months or something like that for a couple of years. Mm. So I didn't think about it. It's nothing, right? Well, I had eight of them in 10 days. Oh, boy. And I'm like, uh-oh, am I having a stroke? <laughs> I didn't know what I was having, you know. And, and so I'm going to the doctor. Now i got to go tomorrow morning and have my eyes. First, I have to have an eye check. Then I have to have an MRI on my brain to see if, uh, to see if, uh, to see if, uh, to I see bet, if. Uh, I bet that MRI is going to come back uh, negative. Uh, 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 oh, no, no, no. Don't you think it's going to come back negative, Bill? <laughs> or empty. <laughs> I hate to be negative. Uh, so that's I'm going to high doctor tomorrow. So tomorrow they're going to put all the stuff in your eyes and do the big... Yes. Uh, yeah. Dilate the What's situation. That? Ophthalmologist, is that what they're called? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think so. And then they're going to do the scan on the brain. Yeah, to find out what's going on with my brain. And I, I'm, I'm sure I'm totally complete. You know, but it's I, not a tumor. I've had at least five concussions in my life. I thought, is it CTE? Oh. And then I thought, could it be CTE? And then I was thinking later, I was I didn't know if it was even it could have been CTE. Yeah. Because, mm. well, you know, the, any the, three of those possible. The short term, uh, what were we talking about? Now, will, <laughs> will this test you're having tomorrow uh, determine if you've got CTE? No, well, no, that's, no, they can't determine that until after you're dead. No, no, but I have, I've had wicked concussions. I mean, I had one when I was five. I was in the hospital for a week. I, I, I fell off a bike and hit the pavement with my head when I was five. Oh, mm. That explains a lot. I had, I had a head-on collision with one of my best friends running on the playground in second grade. We smashed heads like, like two, like two uh, rams fighting, <laughs> and it wasn't even on purpose. It was just like boom, and he kept running, laughing, and I fell down. I was like, ah, ah, ah. so I had a, I fell off a, another bike at age thirteen. I had people smash bottles in my face. They gave me a concussion when I was I had a soccer ball kick me in the head. I've had so many concussions. It's unbelievable. I'm thinking um, it's related your, to, to what? Your situation, those ocular migraines. Oh, it could be. Yeah. yeah. So I'll let you know. You guys might have to do all the reading for me in this podcast. <laughs> we'll I, take care of you. Don't I, worry. My ocularity continues. Uh, but that's my big New Year's re- resolution is to not have any more concussions. It's a good thing you have the uh, remote equipment now, Bill. It's true. Because we, we're going to be going remote to Mike's house from now on. <laughs> we can go to Mike's house with this handy little device and do this fabulous podcast. From the minor pet peeve category, I, I opened a, a jar of pickles. You know, I like the bread and butter flavor pickles. Yeah. Pickle spears okay. or chips that are sure. as as sweet bread and butter. That's some kind of like. Talking about Vlasic. I'm not big on the dills. Yeah. Well, you know, they're all right, but. So I look at the at the jar. It says pickles, you know, lower count. Cal- Zero calories. Well, I said, wait a minute. How can this be zero calories? It's flavored by Splenda. Oh. They're flavoring pickles now with Splenda. What the hell are they thinking? Now, is Splenda, is that a chemical or is that uh, derived from Stevia, Stevia, whatever it's called? I don't know. Stevia Nix? She was one of my favorites. (laughs) Uh, and if you put on the song Imaginary Lover by ARS or Atlanta Rhythm Section and you put the speed up to 45, it sounds exactly like Stevie Nicks having sex. 
with a pickle. Uh, <laughs> so the Splenda thing, it pisses me off because I don't like when people screw with my, my, my routines and my habits mm. by just putting something in small print. Like this bottle right here of Snapple tea. Yep. Nowhere does it say made from the best stuff on earth, which is, I always looked for that. Yep. And it was also, still, again, we've said this Damn. many times, they were in glass bottles, which is part of uh, ruined it. natural. They ruined it. They ruined and now it's plastic. I hate them all. Yep. But I'm drinking it right now. I've got to say, it still tastes the same. Not as good. Yeah. It's 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 fifteen percent uh, as great as it, less great. Fifteen percent worse, sir. Well, now we're consuming <laughs> of molecules of plastic when we drink it. Okay, now I have this list. I can't tell us about the list. Mike. Okay, go ahead. I picked up a guy lift driving. Is that the right music for lift driving? Oh, lift driving. Hold on. A second. On the road again. I can't wait to get on the road again. He did that with Dolly Parton. I remember 1978. Dolly Parton, she was red hot. She was, everything she recorded was becoming, she had two of the biggest hits in the entire country that's, in 1978. <laughs> that's uh, right. How were her songs? Here You Come Again was one of them. And Islands in the Street. And Nine to Five. Nine to Five, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and she wrote those. Nine to Five, yeah. Anyway, okay, so... Um, <laughs> What were we talking about? Pickles? No, then what? Uh oh. Your uh oh your CTE. Y- yes. Uh I-, I picked up a lift the lift this is a lift story. Come on, man. I picked up a guy. Okay, I go to his house, I pick him up. He gets in the back seat. First he pitches, he says, Do I have to wear a mask? I said, Yeah, yeah, I kinda do. <laughs> sugar breath. <laughs> he gets in the back seat and we're driving and you're not saying much. We get to this church. This is the destination. So okay. we pull into this church. He goes, "Can I change my? Uh, can I change my destination?" I said, well we're, "Well, we're there. You know, you want to change it now that we're there?" He goes, "I don't. I don't. I don't want to go in there." He didn't want to go in the church. <laughs> huh? I said, what, "What's wrong?" He said, "Well, it's a meeting. They're having a. It's an AA meeting." And he was bagging out basically. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, he never told me any of this. We get there. It's a church. They're at AA meeting. He doesn't want to go in. But now here's the problem. He started to change the destination on his phone while I before I even answered him. Oh. I had already had another ride queued up after him. They do that. They give you another ride back sure. to back if they're in the na- you're in the neighborhood. Yep. So I said, okay. Uh, I said, so it starts telling me where to go. And I was supposed to drop him off. You're supposed to hit the button, drop him off, and then you know go to your next ride. Well, I, I couldn't hit the button because it was already telling me where to go for the next ride. But it wasn't taking me to where he wanted to go on his change address. <laughs> it was taking me to where the next person was waiting for a ride. So basically so now I, you're being held hostage by this well, guy. I got the drunk guy in my – or the former drunk guy in my car. He, he doesn't want to get out. So I, I know, okay, you don't want to get out. You can stay in the car. Are you, I could make him get out. Did you counsel him? No, I thought because I thought we were heading to his next stop, and I just get rid of him and go to the next ride. No, I was heading to the lady's house that wanted to get picked up. Her name was Marcella, and I get to Marcella's house, and of course it's like now the thing's all messed up, and he's in the back seat, and she's getting a, coming out of her house, and she says, "Who's that in the car?" She says, "I said, I'll, I'll explain." And I said, "The guy, you know, the guy's got messed." Up. I tried to go into the sex explanation. She goes, "I'm not getting in that car." I understand that. There's yeah, some stranger that's fair. In the that's completely fair. Mm-hmm. I said to her, look. You've got a stranger picking you up, and then there's another str- yep. strange man in the back. I said, already. Man in the back. This guy, I said, this guy, I said, don't don't worry about it. You know, I got 5.0 rating. I'm not going to put you in jeopardy here. Uh, this guy in the back, I go, 
is an AA drunken ship. <laughs> you don't want to go to the AA meeting. She goes, all right, okay. So she gets in. I drop her off first. Then I had to drop, drop him off because the thing keeps going off. I got someone else waiting for a ride. But the guy bags out on the AA meeting, which is what you're not supposed to do when you're, you know, you're trying to deal with. Obviously, the reason he doesn't have his license is because he probably drove drunk. Yep. And had to go to AA as part of the. So it was a mess. And I'm all over the place. I got these people in my car. I don't want them in my car. They don't want to be in my car. They don't want to go in the church. They don't want. She doesn't want to get in the car. It was like a worst nightmare ever. How, how did you resolve this? He burned the car That's <laughs> with them in it. <laughs> I got gave rid of the, the evidence. I gave the girl 50 bucks and we drove to the MGM Grand. <laughs> she was very nice and understanding. Yep. And this guy was like, you know, a mess. <clears throat> so in my next life, I'm going to go with Uber. <laughs> Have you? Did you ever tell why you're not with Uber? <laughs> I, I don't know. You mean on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. I probably did. I mean, okay. we've been doing this for three years. Right. I'll tell that story another time. Why I'm not an Uber driver. <laughs> That's it's they don't, absolutely classic. By the way, they don't reject many people, no. but uh, you can make it easy on them if you want to. So you made a comeback over there. You know, and then I can change my name to some, like, you know, Eastern European name. <laughs> my name is Svenska Pulskan Kuchisnika Krokrakshin. Um, I got this. Okay, there's this. There's this dickhead on Twitter. You, you you're on Twitter, Ben. You're not. Long, you're no longer on Twitter. No, sir. You know how annoying Twitter could be. It's an awful cesspool of a place. Okay, so December twenty third, <laughs> I'm on Twitter, and Jerry Callahan tweets something. I followed Jerry Callahan. You know, we're old friends. Yep. And uh, what happened was, you know, you know that. That officer Potter out in Minnesota who shot the the guy. She's she's a, a woman cop and she accidentally she thought she had a taser. Yeah. She shot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Terrible story. Yeah. So Callahan tweets: This is crazy. She made a tragic mistake and everyone knows it. Sort of like Alec Baldwin. The only difference is Helena Hutchins wasn't a violent criminal trying to flee the police mm. because the guy who got shot. Had, they had a warrant out for him for some felonious behavior, yep. and he was trying to get away. And, you know, that's not any excuse for her, yeah. you know, but what it is is a different scenario. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a scenario wherein you have a f- three cops and a felon in confusion, and a you know, guy tries to get away. When you, when you resist arrest, bad things happen. Yeah, it's context to the story. Everyone right. wants to equate one thing to another, but they conveniently leave out certain yeah. facts. Yep. And, but do, do I think he she wanted to murder the guy? No, but she, no. she obviously fucked up. Yep. So anyway, Kim Potter is her name, uh, and she was convicted of two manslaughter counts in the killing of the black motorist Dante Wright. Now, again, terrible story, right? So this guy, Boston Bloodsocks, is his name. Okay. He tweets to Callahan, it's weird to think that the victim changes the crime here. It's weird to think it's somehow okay to kill someone if they've committed a crime. Okay? And then I write, unless your name is Ashley Babbitt. She committed a crime. She got shot by the Capitol Guard yep. and killed. You know, again, she committed a crime. And they say she's dead. This guy committed a crime. He's dead. You know, it, 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 it draws a correlation between the two. Mm. So this guy says to me... 
Uh, Potter killed someone who was wanted for crimes in the past, and Jerry thinks that makes this his life less important. Babbitt was killed while committing a violent crime, unarmed, by the way. Violent. <laughs> and while she was a threat to other people. Little five foot six, four woman with no guns, and this guy shoots her. So, I, I mean, it's different. Then this guy says, "This the blood sock says this difference shouldn't need to be explained." <laughs> oh, excuse me for being stupid, Mister Blood He's got the moral high ground, I guess. Excuse me, I'm just a little stupid. So I wrote back. He says this shouldn't need to be explained. I write especially by you. <laughs> So he goes, okay, this big sarcastic okay. And then I just said to him, read what you said in your original tweet. Jesus, you know, he's talking about someone shouldn't be killed just because they committed a crime. Well, you, he said that, not me. He writes back, <laughs> learn verb tenses. Oh, there you go. Well, that's He's lost the argument. And now he's going to lecture me like a freaking <laughs> English Learned verb tenses, have committed, quote, isn't the same as, quote, was committing. Learn the difference between someone pulled over for an air freshener and someone trying to attack uh -huh. people. Learn that tweets can't get into much detail, so they rely on applying basic common sense to understand, he says to me. Can I, can I ask a question? So I say to oh, him. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. My apologies. I said, you're a smug asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're wrong. Learn that. Um, I, I'm not overly familiar with the Kim Potter situation. I, I know the broad strokes of what happened. Was he fleeing? Uh, the like, what, Kim was, what was the what was going on in that instant? Well, he had uh, out of date plates and and a, uh, a an air freshener, which you're not supposed to have hanging up. Well, but his date, his plates were, uh, were 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 false. You know, they weren't sure, sure, sure. And he so was that's resisting why they pulled arrest. him over. Then they ran they ran the guy. Yeah. And he had a felony warrant, and so they tried to arrest him, and he tried to flee. Okay, so isn't that committing a crime? Yes. So they were both killed in the commission of a crime, right? There you go. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. You huh? Can't, you can't. Do that. That's weird. So anyway, this guy here, and I, I mean, I don't normally pick on people from Twitter because they say dumb shit, and so do I. But this guy's like attacking the whole, oh, the yeah. whole concept of the argument behind. Comparing of the two cases. Right, see, it's this type of bullshit, and I'm probably more likely on that guy's side than I am your side, you know, ideologically. <laughs> but this is that type of horseshit response and everything like that, and these equivalencies. This is why we can't get anywhere. We can't move forward at all because no one wants to have the honest side of it. No one wants yeah. to actually talk about the context. Everyone wants to say, oh, well, this happened. Well, what about this? Yeah. Right, right, well, what the right. fuck does that have to do with this? We're right. trying to solve this over here. But when I said, when I said, unless your name is Ashley Babbitt, I was just bringing up another case where someone got shot while, you know, by while a committing cop. a crime. Right, by a cop. By a cop. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's it, all I was trying to do. Awful across the board. And the guy was being a dick, I think, to me. I, and so I said, you know what? Screw you. So I, I, I blocked him. That's the, you probably should have done that what before I, and just said, I don't need to have no, this conversation no, with this person <laughs> via know. social media. I, I don't know who this fucking person is. But you know what? I block, I, I should have under my profile. At what, on my profile, it says whatever, you know, Mikey Adams 420. Then it says, it says uh, yeah, so what? Like that's my, like my basic attitude, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I should put under there is, yeah, so what? I block assholes. Bingo. I just block assholes, yeah. and I automatically, and I don't make any bones about it. If you're an asshole, 
I block you. If you're a great guy, friend, whatever, smart person, I follow you. Or I don't block you. But if you're an asshole, why should I take any shit from you? It was more fun to mute people. Yeah. Because at least when you block them, they kind of get that satisfaction. Like, yeah, I got to them. Got and if em. you mute them, they just pepper messages at you and never get a response because you yeah. don't see them. It was but other people do that. see them, right? I don't know. If you mute them? Who cares? Yeah. You can't see them. That's the only thing that matters. Well, I don't, I don't want my aunt to see them. Twitter. No, just kidding. I don't care about. It. I don't care what she sees. So I got okay. Let me just do my checklist. I talked pistachios. Yes. Ocular migraines. Yep. Check. Pickles. 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 Check. Pickles. <laughs> the drunk guy in a lift car. Yep. yep. The dickhead on Twitter. Yep. I yep. have. I have next. Gordy Howe stories. Gordy Howe. Now you guys aren't big hockey fans, but you obviously know who Mister Hockey is. Of course. Gordy Howe, the great Gordy Howe. I'm doing a uh, play-by-play of a Whaler alumni game, and Gordy was on the team, against the hockey coaches from Enfield, Connecticut. They, They fancied themselves as pretty good players. They were coaches, former players, and uh, these hockey uh, coaches from Enfield had this. They had a big rink there too, the uh, twin hockey rinks where Craig Janney and all these other guys made their bones. So this was a big charity game, and it's Chuck Caton, the voice of the Whalers. <laughs> oh, this is Chuck Caton. Can you Caton. kill this music? There you go. I needed. I needed the actual atmosphere going. Good evening, everybody. This is Chuck Caton from the Hartford Civic Center with Whaler Hockey. <laughs> Chuck's a great guy. So he and I are doing the play-by-play for this Cablevision uh, broadcast telecast of this this charity game. So one guy on the infield to- twin rinks team, Gordy Howe has the puck. This guy grabs Gordy Howe. He grabs Gordy Howe uh, by the shirt, and he skates him into the boards. And Gordy like reaches over, shoots the puck to Peterson, and he scores. Gordy's one hand on the guy's shirt, and he's got one hand on the stick, and he shoots the puck over <laughs> to the guy. The guy scores, and then Gordy turns around. They both grab each other in that locked, you know, lock-up position where they face-to-face. The famous hockey position. And Chuck Caton <laughs> says, I'm not sure that guy knows that he just uh, locked up with Gordon Howe. <laughs> and Gordy's just looking at him like, do you really want to do this? Yeah. You know, with all due respect, he's Gordy Howe. He's, he's a guy. You know, how old is he at this point? 56. Yeah, he, he wasn't in his prime. No, he was no. 20 years out of his prime. Of 30 course, years out of his prime. Of course. And, and it was just, they, the guy finally realized, he came to his senses and let go. Because, he, what are you doing? That's like, that's the old pull, pulling on Superman's cape thing. That's, you know, that's... spinning, in, uh, tearing the mask off the old Lone Ranger. Yeah, spitting in the wind. Spitting into the wind. It's nice, like Bernard yes. Pastaconis. Yes, absolutely. He, he spits into the wind every time he says anything with S's in it. So, Gordy was just that, you know. So Gordy was very, very funny guy. He had uh, all kinds of. Uh, <coughs> he was one of my favorite people ever. So my son, we're following around uh, Wayne Gretzky as he's trying to break Gordy's record, uh, and he comes to the Hartford Civic Center, and so Gordy was going everywhere he went because 801 goals. As soon as that's breaking, you know, he's new, a new uh, all-time scoring champ. So. My son Scott and and I are waiting outside the locker room, and here comes Gretzky. And uh, my son's wearing a 99 L.A. Kings Gretzky shirt. <laughs> and he gets in front of, uh, you know, uh, Gretzky, who didn't like crowds. He's, as he's making his way to the bus, signs the shirt. Wayne Gretzky, blah, blah, blah. 
two minutes later, out comes Gordy. I said, Gordy, come over here. Make this shirt worth something. <laughs> you know, I wanted to get both signatures on it. So he comes over. He turns my son around, which they always do when they sign in the back of the shirt. And he signs his neck. <laughs> Gordon Howe on his neck, and he starts to walk away. I said, what, what are you doing? Oh, he man. came back and signed the shirt. But That's funny. I just thought that was really, really, uh, really good. So and then you tried to fight him. I said, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I played golf with him, you know, so many times. He's a wonderful, funny guy. Uh, I was doing a, a special with him, the three toughest holes in Connecticut. So I came running up, and I said, I don't know what happened. I hit that ball in the woods. And Gordy says, it's because you're a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I left it in, this, in the piece because it was great. But he was signing autographs at a Whalers uh, softball game, too, one time. Uh, and uh, he, got, he got my son, Scott, who was about eight or nine at the time, in a headlock while he's signing 50 <laughs> autographs. And he wouldn't let go. Every time my son tried to get away, he tightened up on it and didn't even look at him. He wouldn't talk to him or look at him. He just kept him in the headlock the whole time. <laughs> he signed 50 autographs. Then he gets up and he starts walking to his car and walks my son directly through a puddle <laughs> so that my son's feet were soaking wet. We get in the car and I said to my I said, Scott, I said, he goes, Dad. Gordy Howe had me in a headlock for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he was so excited about it, you know, because Gordy's Gordy. Anyway, I have some. I have many more Gordy Howe stories, but I can't tell them on the air. All right. Very, very great guy. I also have a bunch of Bill Lee stories, uh, but maybe we should give Bill a call and see if his phone. You know, last time I called him half an hour ago, an hour ago, it went to his voicemail. But if, if we can reach him on his 75th birthday, I think would would all do respect. We should wish him a happy uh, 75th birthday. What do you think? I think it's a wonderful idea. And Smitty has his number. And don't forget that uh, we have a new podcast called 15 Minutes of Shame. Yes, we do. And all you got to do to hear it is uh, Google 15 Minutes of Shame podcast, right? Is that what you do? I mean, you could do that. You could just, whatever app you happen to listen to podcasts on, type in 15 Minutes of Shame. One five. Don't type F-I-F-T-E. Yeah, one five. One five. Yeah, 15 shame. Minutes of Shame. And there are minutes of shame. You folks are going to be surprised that it's exactly 15 minutes. Got terrible news today. I lost 1.8 years off my life, according to the statistics. It's the biggest drop in 75 years. I don't think I'm going to make it through the day. Spaceman, happy birthday. It's me and Bill and Ben doing the podcast. You uh, Hi, Bill. crazy best. Happy birthday, Bill. Happy birthday. 75, huh? Not bad. Let me know when you're going to pitch again. Have a great day. See you. That's on his answering machine up in Vermont. <laughs> yeah, he still has an answering machine, you know, which I think is great. He's the best. I think it's uh, it's clever. Um, okay, so what time? I mean, how how many minutes are we in this podcast? Thirty five minutes and twenty three seconds. Do we have time for a song? We always have time for a song, Mikey. Because uh, you know we don't have any sponsor except uh, my grandma's coffee cakes. One eight hundred eight grandma. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll go to mygrandma.com because that's the only sponsor we have. And by the way, maybe we should send Spaceman a birthday cake. We Ooh, should. A birthday a cake, yep. But in the meantime, Joe and Jerry are here. And uh, they, as always, they're going to release an album soon. Here's uh, here's Joe and Jerry with our this week's Castiglioki. Twenty, 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 twenty-four hours to go. I want to be sedated. 
Nothing to do, nowhere to go, whoa. I wanna be sedated. Just get me to the airport, put me on a plane. Hurry, 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 before I go insane. I can't control my fingers, I can't control my brain. Oh no, oh, 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 oh. 20, 20, 24 hours to go, Joe. I wanna be sedated. That's yours. Nothing to do, nowhere to go home. I wanna be sedated. Just put me in a wheelchair, get me on a plane. Hurry, hurry, hurry before I go insane. I can't control my fingers, I can't control my brain. Oh no, oh no, oh, oh. I wanna be sedated. Shots. I want to be sedated, Joe. And Shots. 20, 20, 24 hours to go. I want to be sedated. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Oh, I want to be sedated. So put me in a wheelchair. Get me to the Shots. Hurry, hurry, hurry before I go loco. That doesn't even rhyme, true. Oh no, it doesn't, oh no. 20, 20, 24 hours to go. Ooh, I wanna be sedated. Nothing to do and nowhere to go, oh. I wanna be masturbated. Just put me in a wheelchair, get me to the show. Hurry, 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 before I go loco. I can't control my fingers, I can't control my toes. Oh no, no, no! Can you believe it? I want to be sedated. He wants to be sedated. What am I, a fucking sheep over here? He wants to be sedated. 